Hi, welcome back to Spider's Web. So glad that you're here with me today once again. Today, we're going to talk about someone very special in many people's lives, and that is your dog. I'm not a dog owner right now, but I have been in the past, and I'm just generally a big animal lover, but dogs are just so amazing. They're so smart. They're so magical. They're so sweet. And they do have powers. Many times, powers over their owners. Their owners do all sorts of things at a dog's request, and it's amazing how that works. How much is that dog in the window? (laughs) The one with the waggly tail. How much is that dog in the window? I do hope that dog is for sale. I must take a trip to California and leave my poor sweetheart alone. If he has a dog, he won't be lonesome. And the doggy will have a good home. How much is that doggy in the window? As a child... Um, we really didn't have pets. We we had a dog when I was very little, but after that dog went away, my mother really didn't like animals very much, so we weren't allowed to have pets, except for a couple goldfish. They weren't exactly cuddly. But then, as an adult, I, I have had pets, and there was a period of time when I was a young adult, the period of time of about six years, I had three Great Danes, not not all at the same time, but there was a an, an older one, actually an ancient Great Dane who had been a, a rescue, named Wendy, and she was just the most gentle, knowledgeable, brilliant dog. She she really truly was brilliant. I mean, people were just drawn to her, and she she was amazing. And um, I was with her when when she passed away, and then. And then there were two other Great Danes, one, one that I, I had from the time he was a puppy named Christopher, and uh, he was a black and white harlequin, you know, the ones with the black and white spots. He had a pedigree, but he also was fragile. He would get sick all the time, but he was a, he was a sweet, loving, adorable dog, and you know, they're enormous, but they think they're like a tiny little lap dog. They they want to sit on your lap all the time and you cannot keep them off the furniture. Forget about that. The minute you leave the house, they are on the couch. And, you know, you have to kind of sacrifice your furniture for them. But the Great Danes are a very interesting breed. So when Christopher was about a year old, I took on another adopted dog and she was a beautiful fawn the the ones that look like marmaduke that are tan with the black ears you know she she was uh, a sweetheart and her name was trisha 
and she was full grown, but she was very, very uh, desperate for attention. She became so attached to people. Uh, she would attach herself to house guests that were staying with me. She had this one actor who was working at the same theater with me, and she was madly in love with him. She was just in love. She would do the happy dance every time she saw him. And then one time, Stephen, the actor, he came home with a girlfriend, and his door was shut. She was upset all evening. And by morning, Tricia had left a special surprise in front of the door. So she was practicing her power of dog. Well, she and Christopher were kind of rivals. I was doing a production of Camelot, and I was playing Guinevere, believe it or not. And they needed a dog to play Horrid's dog from Camelot. And Christopher got the gig. And he looked incredible on stage, and he was so docile. He would just march out and sit there, and Pelinor would have a line like, Oh, we're very tired from sleeping in the woods. And on cue, Christopher would yawn for the audience, and people just adored him. Well, there was an infamous night with Christopher. Uh, we were doing Camelot on Valentine's Day, and it had snowed most of the day, and he didn't care to go out in the rain or the snow, so he had a couple of quick little trips out. And then he went to the theater, and as usual, we were, I know, going on with the show, and Pelinor comes on with Christopher, and he says, Sit, horrid, sit. Well, he never could spell very well. He left the biggest load you have ever seen in your life. People were falling out of their chairs, screaming and laughing. And then all chaos broke loose. He just stood there looking at me, looking across the stage at me like he was worried. He had the worried face on. So they took him off stage, and then King Arthur made an entrance with a golden groundbreaking shovel from the lobby and said, Jenny, I've arrived with the royal poopa scoopa, to which he scooped it up, showed it to the audience, and marched off stage. Well, the laughter, I think someone timed it. It went on for 17 minutes straight. And when the show was over, there were people that asked, how do you get him to do that every night? Is that crazy? Oh, go figure. The things that people believe. Well, anyway, Christopher got fired. He had to stay home, and they replaced him with Trisha his stepsister. Well, she's just an adorable dog, and she was backstage, and she was walking through rehearsals. We even made her a little cape so she would be flashier. Well, she walked on stage, took one look at the audience, and proceeded to drag Pelinor off stage, out one doorway, all the way around in another doorway, and she was just absolutely terrible. She was such, oh, such a beautiful no talent. It was sad. But that was the end of Trisha's theatrical career. And despite 
Christopher's digestive problems. The next night, he had his job back in Camelot. I am your dog and I think you're neat. I like to chew on your antiques. I bark like crazy when you come in. Then I make love to your shin. I'm here through thick as in. I'm your dog. Dogs are powerful little little creatures. Uh, they they definitely take over their owners. I mean, there's nothing people won't do for their dogs for the most part. And and lots of people fall in love with a certain breed of dog. Um, I just happened to have those Great Danes. I wasn't out looking for the breed, but it it happened. But I I have a some very close friends and. The guy, my friend Jerry, he used to uh, he used to operate a website for uh, dachshund owners called Doxy Delight, and he and his wife are big dachshund lovers, and they had these adorable dogs, two two standard dachshunds called Fred and Ginger. How cool is that? Well, um, Fred and Ginger were getting older. They adopted another miniature dachshund named Clancy, who was blind. He was absolutely adorable. He looked like a toy. But because he was blind, I guess he didn't have normal sleeping habits, so he would get up in the middle of the night and start to wander around their apartment, and they were always tripping on him. So every time I would ask Jerry, I'd say, how's Clancy doing? And he'd look at me and say, He's still trying to kill us, and he's getting close to succeeding. So that's what you put up with with these dogs. So my, my other main dog tale is about, oh, 20 years ago when I moved into the place that I live, my, my beautiful 100-year-old home that I live in, my landlords have always had caissons. They are... A more American version of of the pronunciation would be a keys hound, and they're like medium sized, super super furry dogs with a little pointy nose and a curly tail, and they're they're very very adorable. And I have known five of those dogs because I have been their aunt mommy forever. I've taken care of these dogs for years, and I've seen them you know come and go, but they all have such characters. They're just very mischievous, sweet, lovable, furry creatures. And the oldest one was Sophie. And Sophie was just a little prankster. Uh, There were legendary tales of her um, roaming into a neighbor's house when they weren't looking and stealing 
five pounds of steak running away and the neighbors were panicking that their food had been stolen to which Sophie said yep she swallowed the steak whole pretty amazing one of their other dogs ate an entire like giant chunk of blue cheese that he stole off a plate and he was foaming at the mouth it was so big so they're kind of like food thieves but they're incredibly sweet and loving and the the current dog is Ellie Ellie is absolutely oh the animal love of my life right now and she's just cuddly and sweet and the quirkiest thing about her is that uh, she doesn't care for barking she really doesn't bark one time she got locked in my house downstairs and we couldn't find her but she wasn't barking she was just sitting there waiting for room service or something so that's that's kind of an oddity but she also steals food i was getting ready for a dinner party rent one night and she slipped into my house and an entire plate of salami had vanished and it didn't even look like there was drool or any kind of marks it was done very quickly and very cleverly but you know we put up with it because they have the power of dog come on come on serenade to a poodle Thank you for joining me on Spider's Web. We never know what we're going to be talking about here. And uh, I appreciate you coming back. And please, share it with your friends. Have a few laughs. Hang out with me. If you've had a good time, visit my website, which is spiderjazz.com. And you'll see accompanying recipes that go with each episode. Also, all sorts of other goodies, like... uh, checking out where my live performances are, and also my jazz classes that I teach on an ongoing basis, group classes and private classes that we could do on Skype. So no matter where you are in the world, you could be part of Spider's Web. I'll see you soon. No, I won't see you, I guess. I'll be talking at you soon. But I wish that he were double. He's a tramp. He's a rover, and there's nothing more to say. If he's a tramp, he's a good one, and I wish that I could travel his way. Wish that I could travel his way. Wish that I could travel his way.